The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Back in the Wells cast, Wells Adams hanging out with you inside the iHeart Studios in Burbank. And I don't know how I feel about this one, guys, because uh, on the Wells cast today, we have uh, Ariana Maddox and Tom Sandoval, who are known for being bartenders on uh, reality TV shows, which is what I'm known for, really. And so, I don't know, you guys are kind of... I don't know, encroaching on my stuff, on my turn. Uh, no, I'm so happy to have you guys on the show. How are you guys doing? Great. We're Thanks great. for having us. Yeah. yeah. I'm just kind of fascinated with how people get to where they are. Everyone knows famous people or celebrities when they become a famous person or a celebrity, but the truth of the matter is it takes a lot of work to just to get to where you're being recognized or making money to not have to live, you know, in the sticks. And so... Uh, this is kind of like the blueprint story of like how you got there. Okay. Uh, origin cool. story, if you will. So yes. the origin. So I mean, like obviously people know you guys from from Vanderpump, but like wh- how did it all start? Like where did you guys start out, and then how did you get to episode one, season one? So we all, um, Ariana, like obviously we knew each other before the show, but she wasn't really on the first season as much. She made like a quick cameo, but um, I knew. Basically, I knew Jax on our show. Um, we met in Miami. Like, geez, it's probably been almost 20 years now. Um, and we were modeling together. And then he moved out to L.A. Um, and then I ended up like, so we're going to put a pause on him for a second. Well, actually, <laughs> See, he introduced me. You a can of worms here because really it's like the most long, convoluted story ever. It, I'll, I'll keep it short. No, but... no, no. We, have, we got to burn like 40 <laughs> minutes, Because I'm guys. like, we could really <laughs> okay. tell everybody's live stories. <laughs> so um, so Jackson introduced me to uh, Kristen, who was my girlfriend initially on the show, who's still on the show. Um, and so we started dating. And then I met uh, Tom Schwartz on Craigslist. And he moved in with me. Wait, what? Yeah, Tom Schwartz, who's on the show. No, 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 Craigslist. Yeah, we met on Craigslist. Okay. He had an ongoing Craigslist ad. He was in Florida working for a wine and spirits company, and okay. he just, like, always wanted to move out to L.A. And I had had, like, brief roommates, because, like, 
basically my apartment, my rent control apartment that I have for 15 years was like the halfway house in Shawshank Redemption. Like yeah. I had like 20 freaking roommates. <laughs> and some people would- Brooks is here. Exactly. Yeah, exactly Brooks definitely carved his initials in that motherfucker. <laughs> um, so yeah, I would basically have all these different roommates and a lot of times they couldn't pay rent and I'd struggle or they'd just move out at a moment's notice and yeah. I was constantly getting over. So I met this stripper who- Made really good, consistent money. Yeah. And I was, like, really excited about that. Like, I just was, like, and I and, and she's a night owl like me. Like, I can't have a nine-to-fiver, like, living with me. Um, So I was getting ready. And then I met Tom Schwartz on Craigslist. And then. Uh, but what was the Craigslist ad? Was it, like. I mean, I can, misconnections or. No. Was it, like, no, no. It, roommate? Was like, <laughs> it was this. He had an ongoing ad. It was basically like, I've always wanted to move out to, you know, L.A. I've always just wanted to give it a, you know, give it a, give it a stab, like, see if I can make it, whatever. He wanted to be an actor, model, whatever. So we had the same, we were the same age. We had the same um, initials. We're both Toms. You know, I was like, I'm going to reach out to this guy. I reached out to him and I was like, he was really cool, really funny. And I was like, screw it. I'm going to take a chance and have him. And so he drove out. And uh, we hit it off right away, and so it was me, him, and Kristen. Kristen wasn't actually living in my apartment at that time, but then, like, literally a month after he moved in, Jax, like, hits me up. He's like, hey, I need a place to crash for, like, a week. Like, is there any way I can, like, sit on your, like, you know, be on your couch or whatever? And I was like, all right. And so I asked Schwartz. I was like, look, I got a friend. He's like, as long as he's not too much of a presence. Yeah. That's fine. But Jax is like exactly the opposite yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. He um, is uh, a presence. Yeah. Yeah. So a year and a half later, uh, well, Jax is still living there for like a year and a half. Then Kristen moved in. So there was four of us living in this two bedroom apartment. Jax oh has the living room partitioned off. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Bringing back girls. Like they, With they a called sheet. them sheet girls. With a sheet. <laughs> yeah. And it was, uh, it was quite a time. And during that time, I remember, uh, Kristen introduced Schwartz to Katie. They are now married. And then Jax DeStasi. Wow. And I guess, you know, producers for Vanderpump Rules, you know, kind of noticed the evolution. They kind of noticed there was a lot of just overall drama at uh, in, at Sir in general. And so we Involving met with them. Involving these six people. Yeah. 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 So, you guys were all, so you guys were all working together. Did someone get someone else a job there? Like, how did that transition? Stasi got Jax a job there. Schwartz was not working there. I was working at Villa Blanca and Sir. Um, I trained Ariana at Villa, at Villa Blanca. At Villa Blanca. Is he a good trainer? Yeah, he's okay. Yeah? I wasn't, um, you know, I just showed her how to, you know, do the he just job. taught me the cocktail menu. Yeah. yeah. There, that specific menu. Yeah, it's not like she had already bartended at numerous places, so she knew what she was doing. And uh, But no, then... You, you did a good job. Thanks. Yeah, you Appreciate were. it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then, and then she came over to Sir, and, and it just kind of like... I remember day one of shooting our show, like, literally Jackson Stassi, like, broke up, and it created a huge riff in our, like, group of friends because... Stassi and Katie were Kristen's two best friends, and it's like me and Jax and Schwartz are like best friends. So it's like, it just created a huge riff, yeah. and and it made it a, made for a great season one of our show. Mm-hmm. So then season two gets picked up, and it's like even better. Um, <laughs> that year, I found out that 
you know, Jackson and Kristen had slept together a couple times. Um, and, you know, he wasn't sorry about it. And he, in fact, like rubbed it in my face. So I ended up like on national television, like punching him out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just kind of went from there. And I mean, honestly, uh, the show is <clears throat> what's so crazy is that like if you were to have sat someone down and like told this story, like wrote, people would say, that, oh, but you made that up. Yeah. But then it's like, no, all of these things happened. Yeah. Which is pure insanity. But it's like real life. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons why our show does so well and has done so well and, and it's created such a name for itself is because you have a situation where these are all like really, really close friends that do that are going to be hanging around each other, whether the cameras are there or not. Yeah. So, you know, it's it, it's a lot different than, let's say, a casted show. Now, you can get these raw emotions like in, a, I feel like, in a show where you know, people are forced to be in a house for like two months together with no phones and because thin then they walls. get to know each other real quick. Yes, <laughs> yes. But you still have a situation where even people in that situation can like create a front or like put on a persona. Yeah. With us, you cannot do that. We just smell right through that bull. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Because we've known each other for so long. Yeah, so, I mean, I think that is, that's the secret to reality TV, especially now. We've talked about this a lot because the, the first iteration of the show was me and Steph Pratt talking about The Hills because that had come back. Yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, I, want, I heard you on The Hills, so I want to talk about that. We'll, we'll <laughs> revisit that. Um, and then, obviously, I come from a, a reality TV world, and now I think everyone's su- super savvy when they watch TV that they can kind of smell out inauthenticity from a mile away. Oh, yeah. yeah. And shows that come across as very real and very authentic tend to do really well, and then those that don't, I think, don't last through the first season. Yeah. Um, it's just so funny because what you said was if you were explaining this story to someone, they would never believe that it would work. But I agree and kind of disagree with that. Like as someone in my early 20s who waited tables and bartended, it was like that. Like There were no TV cameras around. Right. But like It was very incestuous so, and like it, drama. You hooked up with everyone at the bar you, yeah. like, that you worked with, you know, and that became super weird. Like I remember yeah. I hooked up with... I, I, a roommate of mine, it's just so funny. I, I should have been on. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. But like, I had a roommate who also worked at Brick Tops. We hooked up. It became super weird. I was like mean to her. She ended up leaving the house, quitting the job. Oh my God. And it was like over the dumbest stuff in the world. Yeah. Yeah. But like, anyone who's ever worked in the service industry, like, you guys, you work together and then you live this like weird, um, like you go out afterwards. Vampire lifestyle where you never really sleep because you're yeah. all jacked up from like having to finish your side work at one. And you're drinking morning. coffee until exactly. and being like, stressed out as hell at work. Yeah. And yeah. that's also adds to the drama too. It's like, wait, what? What is Stephanie doing leaving before me uh, when I've been here an hour longer than oh, yeah. her? You know what I mean? Oh like God. those yeah, kind those of fights. Nights. Oh yeah, those yeah. Nights. So, yeah. like, before the cameras were rolling, you guys worked in the service industry, though. Oh, oh yes. yeah. I had Kate Flannery from The Office on the show a couple I episodes back. I love her. Wow. And yeah. so, like, I don't know if you watched Dancing with the Stars, uh, and if you guys haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it, because it's amazing, especially if, you, especially if you've ever worked in the service industry, because, like, her, one of her big focal points on Dancing with the Stars is that she used to be a waitress. So they kept on kind of, like, revolving around, like, her dances around, like, 
her old waitress gigs, like wearing that like that apron or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so we ended up talking about the service industry for. I could have talked to her for like three hours about it because everyone has the same stupid stories about working in the service industry. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also like that wonderful thing, of like everyone needs to do it because if you haven't worked in the service industry, then you just don't understand, and you then you never understand why you need to tip. Feel 20%. like you're you know, missing you never get, out. You, you're missing out on this whole this whole life. This whole. Yeah. Um, understanding of of how things are working or or you know why you should still tip your server if your food came out wrong yeah. you know like not all back the... there cooking no exactly yeah. you know it's not their fault no <laughs> it also makes you a better patron and it also makes you have a better i feel like a better experience when you're out really yeah. i mean i feel like when you're in the service industry like you know all the little like ways around or how to get better service how to get your you know who's waiting on you's attention better like how to like what the right times to tip big and like when it doesn't matter is much, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and like how to establish yourself. Yeah. I think everybody like, should do it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This mother's day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian Cocktail Maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds make mom's mother's day and all the 364 days that aren't mother's day with a bartesian cocktail maker at 50 dollars off visit b-a-r-t-e-s-i-a-n.com backslash mother now to get 50 dollars off the bartesian premium cocktail maker bartesian premium cocktails on demand i'm elia connie and this is family therapy my best hopes I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed 
my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy, yeah. right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, you guys have a new uh, cocktail book out? That yes, is correct. Do. Is that what, you don't say, it's not a cookbook. Yeah, no. I mean, we're not cooking. Yeah. I mean, unless cooking with alcohol. Which is you it, can do. I mean, in a way. You can, yes. Yeah. yeah. We have some stuff that you heat up in there. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the book is called, uh, fancy AF cocktails. Yes. AF obviously stands for, uh, as Yes. These are facts. They are, are they fancy? Yes. Yeah. They're also trashy. Are they? Yeah. It's everything from classy to trashy. So if you open it up, there's like a meter. Okay. It shows like the level of classy and trash. Yes, exactly. What is the trashiest cocktail in the book? Probably the one that you make with Taco Bell sauce packets Stop in a it. water bottle. Okay, hold on. Is like, it fire sauce? Is it Diablo sauce? What are we working it's with? It's fire here? sauce. It is? Yeah. 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 I was talking to one of my friends. I mean, I feel like everyone is a Taco Bell enthusiast. Yeah. But Taco Who Bell's isn't? the one uh, fast food chain that. What is it? Here it is. Oh, no. In a water bottle, no less. Oh, yeah. yeah. Apparently, so, you can like measure things. Yeah. So, what with I. With water bottles. Yes, you can. Um, so. What I found is I would end up going over to people's houses. Like we would be out and or somebody would be like, oh, why don't everybody come back to my place? Yeah. So we'd go back to their place and they'd have like a bottle of vodka or maybe a bottle of tequila. And then they would have like nothing else. They wouldn't have any mixers. So I'd end up like rifling through their cabinet for like sauce packets or yeah. or like <laughs> sugar and like making up some sort of Trying mixer. Trying to find something that would be good. And- yeah. yeah. Everyone and- has that drawer full of the drawer. fire Con- sauce You know the drawer. Packets. Condiments. Yeah. Yeah. Because Taco Bell's the one fast food chain that like goes way overboard in giving you the sauce. Everyone else is super yes. stingy about yes. it. Yes. And Taco Bell's like, I don't know, just take it. Just take all of the sauce. <laughs> yeah. I'm not mad about it. Yeah. So if you if you fill like these normal water bottles like the cheaper ones that have the lines on them yeah if you fill it up to the first line with like vodka or whatever it's two ounces yeah and then each line after that is an ounce yeah so if you like for instance for the desperate bloody if you fill it up to the first line with vodka the second line with water three ketchup packets two Cholula packets stop it that is a damn good bloody man. <laughs> It's actually super good. And, and I've tested these no cocktails lie. with like friends. Yeah. What yeah, I'll yeah, do you is just put the top on and, and shake, shake it up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll make Porter it rice. for them and I'll let them try it. And they'll be like, wow, that's a that's a good bloody Mary. And I'll be like, You want to see how I made that? Yeah. And, <laughs> and then like, I'll show them. They're like, shut up. Stop it. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is also perfect for like um I, I don't know. This seems this is very college of me, but yes. we would we would yes. put yes. vodka in water bottles and then like go Skittles to the, and then we'll just go to the football game and be like, no, it's water. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, you're not fooling anyone. Yeah, no, yeah. not at all. <laughs> now they have. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Now they have like purses with like hidden bladder packets. Oh in yeah, them. <laughs> they have like underwear that yeah. you can like. Yeah. Oh, un- oh, that sounds. Dude, gross. I remember back in college. I ugh, Caroline Dreer, God bless her. She would. Shout out to Caroline Dreer. I haven't <laughs> talked to you in 10 years. Uh, she would, We would put uh, liquor in uh, Ziploc bags and then tape them 
to their like inner thighs. Jeez. Oh my god! And then go into football games. Was it I mean, really that, is that risky? Rough? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> dude, do you want to hear? This is a funny. I'm, I mean, we'll you're talk. wearing pants or a. Is she wearing pants or a skirt? I because... went to Ole Miss, so you're wearing like a dress. Like you're looking like a. You're yeah. looking good. Yeah. Okay. And they all had like, like duck- a Lily Pulitzer. Yeah. And they're all like duck walking in there because they got <laughs> so much. And then like, it, it, and I remember one time it broke and it was like, uh oh, Caroline <laughs> broke her water. Her water broke. <laughs> <laughs> She's having a kid. It's a, it's a miracle. <laughs> um, so this is, this is, uh, freaking amazing and also Thanks, kind of awesome. Like, I don't know, like, we've all been to, like, the cool bars that have, like, their shtick. Like, I remember there was a bar in Nashville um, that would do the Mexican Coke bottles, uh-huh. and then they would put rum into that, and then drop, like, p- peanuts in that, and then that, and then they would serve you that as the drink. That's I feel cool. like this sounds like a bar you could have where you just make drinks in water bottles. Yeah. It could be. You know? I mean, we, yeah. have, we have everything, like... In, and it's instance, also eco-friendly. This one, the trespasser, <laughs> um, this one is like, you know, you bring a flask in somewhere and you're like, wow, I'm just bringing in straight liquor, which, you know, sometimes can be a little much, just like drink straight liquor. Yeah. Um. So what you can do is take any like flavor soda you like, like let's say Dr. Pepper and whiskey, you can reduce the Dr. Pepper down to where it's like a syrup and yeah. then just kind of mix it in with the flask and you're not taking up any real valuable real estate in yeah. your flask for liquor, but you have something that's a little bit more tolerable than just straight liquor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like a badass simple syrup. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's well, amazing. maybe, you know, next time you're bartending. Yeah. In, if, uh, if they invite me if, back yeah, to Paradise. If you're, you're yeah. going to be bartending in Paradise, you know, start shaking stuff up in water yeah. bottles. This one right here is <laughs> on also one of my favorites. It's called uh, I Don't Do Coke. Uh-huh. And this is for when you're in that situation <laughs> where you're, let's say, hanging out with some of your buddies from college. Yeah. And you all haven't seen each other in a while, and you want to watch the sunrise at the top of Runyon Canyon. And you're like, well, uh, I can't hang with these guys doing blow, so I'm going to drink this drink. Okay, and so what is in this drink? Well, this drink is actually really easy to make. It's just like tequila with some muddled lime or whatever. And then it uses this stuff. I did a lot of research because I thought about, like, cracking a pill, like, or infusing some, like, triple ginseng or whatever. But I found this stuff called Light Up. You can get it at Whole Foods or you can buy it online. It's not cheap, but it lasts you a really long time, and it's delicious, and it's super, like, natural ingredients, like, not the speedy high. It's not destroying your stomach like Red Bull or coffee. Yeah. You know, not getting you jittery. I had it. I, I made a bunch of them, actually, on Thanksgiving. Um, and I also did the THT and a lot of other, like, upper drinks because, you know, when, when you're having holiday parties, people are bringing heavy foods. Well, yeah, and the tryptophan, the turkey, makes you go to sleep. So That's you need right. to balance that out. Yes. God, you guys are like alchemists over here. Yeah, <laughs> man. Changing the world. Life hacks for, for days. Uh, this is awesome. Uh, Fancy AF Cocktails uh, by Ariana and Tom. You, I guess you can get this anywhere. Yeah. Um, Target, Barnes anywhere. Noble, Amazon. Yeah. Anywhere. You know, All right. So uh, perfect uh, Christmas gift oh, hell idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. brings people together like alcohol over the holidays. Exactly. Uh, was it a tough go to write a book together like i feel like that would just start fights i don't know there are a couple fights but you know i think writing a book in general is tough yeah there's a lot of things like there's things that are easier for her to do 
than me and there's things that are easier for me to do than her. Mm-hmm. It's so, really easy for Tom to just go in the kitchen and start whipping up drinks, but yeah. it's yeah. very difficult for him to write down what that was. Yeah, write yeah. it down. I mean, I'll write down the recipe, but it's also like, it's hard for me to, you know, I don't, I've gotten better at that. De- this book has taught me a lot. I've gotten a lot better at deadlines. I was not so good at deadlines. <laughs> yeah. um, Wasn't a I'm fan. not good at like, I need you to be creative right here and right now. Mm-hmm. Creati- creativity ha- like hits me at random times. And sometimes it's like three in the morning. Yeah. Sometimes it's real early in the morning. But like I, well, I guess three is early in the morning. But you know what I'm saying? Like normal morning, like like eight or ten or something. But yeah. sometimes it just hits me out. So like I, it was hard for me to be like, like schedule creativity. Um, so, but, but Ariana and I, like we, we did a really good job together of sort of delegating and doing our own things that we are really strong with. I mean, you know, I have a hard time with emails, like returning emails, <laughs> reading emails. This is they all, like this freak is me out. Yeah. I now true. have an assistant. So like, this is now I'm like, now I'm in the zone. Now I'm like really productive and great with emails. But before you mean it was they're tricky. really in the zone. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But he also holds me accountable, you know, yeah. so it's great. But, um, you know, it, it's, you know, we both learned a lot and it was, it's a great experience. Also, you know, I, I'm sure, you know, like doing press by yourself is sometimes sucks and it's so much better doing press with another person, you know, especially somebody like obviously how close we are. Like it's, it's great. Like it's so much better. Yeah. Cause some days you're just like, sometimes you're like not in the mood or you're just kind of like <laughs> got a case of the stupids yeah. and you need the other person to just take over mm-hmm. and you're just like giving them the look and they're like, yeah, so, you know, da, 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 da. And it's, so it's like, not real cocaine, guys. Yeah. Uh, you can get us at Old Foods. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's awesome. Congratulations. Thank um, you. Thank I mean, you. I, you know, it's, you know, I, I come from, I guess, the similar world. It's, yeah. it's tough to uh, take whatever that forward momentum is from, uh, this you know weird reality TV yeah. show, and then create it into a business. And the people that are able to do that successfully are obviously, you know, very intelligent and business savvy. So congratulations well, on doing thanks, this. Well, thanks for saying that. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Um, I don't know if anyone told you kind of like the premise of this podcast. Um, so I'll just kind of give you the mission statement. Strip real quick. poker. Yeah. Yep. We all we were all actually it's, yep. it's radio, so we're all naked right now. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's a loser or yes. a winner depending on how you want to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so check it out. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. It's easy with seasonal recipes with pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you got to do is cook and enjoy. I love cooking. I have a whole thing on my Instagram called Cooking Wells. It's my show where you can watch me make amazing recipes. And I'll tell you what, HelloFresh is one of those companies that has helped me become a much better cook. It also has made date night so much easier for Sarah and I. We get sent the food, and then together we cook it. It's amazing. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals super easy, even if you don't possess the skills that, you know, I have. You can do it with HelloFresh. Step-by-step recipes with pre-measured ingredients, everything you need to get an amazing dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes. So no grocery store trips or takeout food needed. HelloFresh has you covered. HelloFresh has more than 20 seasonal chef-curated recipes each week from family-friendly recipes to calorie-smart and vegetarian options and fun menu series like 
Hall of Fame, and Kraft Burgers. HelloFresh has more five-star recipes than any other meal kit, so you know you'll get something delicious. Add extra meals to your weekly order and delicious add-ons like garlic bread and cookie dough. Easily change your delivery days, food preferences, and skip a week if you're not going to be in town. It's seriously the best. So here's the deal. Get nine free meals with HelloFresh by going to HelloFresh.com slash WellsCast9. That's using code WellsCast9, W-E-L-L-S-C-A-S-T, and then the number 9. That's HelloFresh.com slash WellsCast9, W-E-L-L-S-C-A-S-T-9. Use the code WellsCast9. Do it! Going, like, before cameras were rolling, what was, like, your biggest pet peeve working at restaurants and waiting tables and bartending? I would say with our group of, you know, our incestuous group at Sir would be when Kristen would hit me up and tell and ask me to bring her wine so, like, her, Stassi, and Katie could drink wine, and then they would, like, get in drunk arguments, and then (laughs) she would, like, bring home this huge, like, and, like, you know, get get into a fight with me because of something that happened there, and it just used to really annoy me or, like— you know, we had the closest place to like serve, so they people would storm out and just come knocking on my door at like midnight. Yeah, <laughs> on your like, day off. Y- yeah, yeah, just like, yo, what are you doing here? And like, why are you sobbing over like the fact that you know Katie should have gotten cut later than you? Like, this yeah. is stupid. <laughs> but like, okay, that's like dealing with like bosses and coworkers. What was like your your like, pet peeves? Oh. Like dealing with patrons. Patrons. Yeah, I mean. I have so many. Yeah, I know. I have one right off the bat. Okay, what's Go your what's your quick one? Um, when people come up to you know people come up to the bar and it's really busy. Oh God! I, yep. Yeah, and you ask them like, "Hey, um, okay, what can I, they like finally get up there and they're like, you're like, hey, what can I get for you?'" And they're like, "Oh, what do we want? <laughs> hey, Kate, what do, what are you drinking? Yeah. Um, Melissa, <laughs> what do you want? And it's like, dude, are yeah. you ser- serious? I'm like. I'm busy. Okay, oh, yeah. see ya. I, I'm sorry. I got to take these other people on. You're literally costing me money. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta go up to the bar, especially if it's busy, with purpose. Yes. With a whole like thing written down. Whoever's gonna be already. the captain in your group yep. gets the order. <laughs> the yeah, so, captain. So if you're going out, you need to identify who the captain is. Yes. yes. Right off, like in the Uber, going to the bar, and don't do the thing of like who's paying for how, like. Just get put it on somebody's card, yep. and everybody Venmo. Venmo that person. Yep. Yeah. Come what, on. What's yours? This is so fun. This okay, is so, so fun for my, me. One of mine is when you order something, you know, someone will say, is it annoying to order a mojito or something? Yeah. The and thing yet, is, is the yes, answer is. is, but not if, like, let's say you're like, we want three mojitos. I'm like, great, perfect. Yeah. I'll make you three mojitos. I can make you three mojitos at, at once. But if you order one mojito and then your friend goes, oh, actually, I'll also have a mojito. Oh, yeah. And then another friend goes, actually, you know what? After I've eaten, so now I've individually made in a row three of probably the most annoying drink to make. Yeah. But like in a row, individually, one at a time. And then I'll get, you know, like the dollar a drink tip on that, which is just extra icing on the annoying cake. Yeah. I think too. Yeah, I agree with that. I also think that being people like I've never been kicked out of a bar in my life. Really? I've never been cut off ever. And 
it kind of annoys me when people like do not know their limitations. Like you have a line that's like two miles back that way and you've <laughs> surpassed it by like miles. Mm-hmm. You're swaying, you're slurring, and you're like, <laughs> you don't even exactly know where you're at. And it's like, what the f- are you doing now? I was wondering right how now? those yeah. people get home. Yeah. You're just like, terrifying. and then you're going to give me attitude. Yeah. Because, and you're like, listen up. I need <laughs> as me strong. And you're just like, and there's swaying in your eyes. I'm like, dude, what are you doing here? Yeah. Like, seriously. What's the social aspect of being out? You know what I mean? Like, you think you're going to meet somebody here tonight? Like, that's just going to be like, yeah, all right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I get the attitude and whatever. Guys like to tell, guys like to tell me to smile more. Actually, guys and girls like to tell me to smile more. And it's very, very, very aggravating. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working on making a bomb ass drink I'm not working about I'm not this isn't a beauty pageant yeah people get very aggressive too with wanting you to take shots with them yeah and no, I'm like listen oh my god you like, no. are on your, you're you're you know can't you're in your bachelor party here um I got like three more hours of like and making I count drinks money. and closing out tabs like I, I'm just gonna get like annoyed and like crabby and tired if I start taking shots right now yeah you gotta like, count money yeah it's important do you guys have stories? Because I remember doing this as well, where it would be it would be more of like your friends coming in, and they'd be like, "Have a drink with us," and you're like, "Okay, whatever, that's fine." Yeah. Uh, and and then you get too tipsy, and you're like, "That was a bad decision." Do you guys have that like recollection of ever doing that? I only did that one time ever, and it was because it was my last shift when it was when I was living in New York and I was bartending in New York. And it was my very last bartending shift before I moved to L.A. like the next day. Yeah. And so everybody was just like, who cares? Just get wasted. And I did. And I remember I had that moment of like, oh, when I went to hand a customer their drink and I just kind of like fell into the bar to hand it to him, and I was like, "Okay, yeah. I gotta stop." <laughs> That's I, over now. Like, but you're so now it's happening on TV though. So like now you have this um, this kind of overall respect for I don't want to look like an idiot on. TV, right? Well, that's the plan. But. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean. <laughs> a loose plan. Well, because so this has happened to me a bunch. I I, mean, I don't know how like your guys' shoot schedule works, but for when I'm doing Paradise and it happens like rose ceremony nights, which are like really long shoots. Don't they, they those go, go like all? They night? go like four or five in the morning. You oh got to got to kind of wrap before the sun comes up, where it's weird. Right. Um, but I remember they're just really, really long. And a lot of times it, this is happening in Mexico. So there's like crazy storms that, are, that brew up. And then when that happens with all the uh, electrical in- equipment, they gotta sh- we got to shut down. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were like on like hour 12. And I wasn't drunk. I was just tired. Mm-hmm. And, so, you know, everyone needed shots of something. And so I made an entire platter. But like, so here's the logistics. That I think a lot of people don't realize when you're watching that show uh, and I assume it's a, it's the same for Vanderpump is like there's a lot of moving parts around you that like yes. you don't see because if you saw the sound guy or you saw yeah, whoever, it would be weird, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember I made all these drinks for someone, for uh, everyone, I guess. And I had them on a platter and I moved it over to the side to let a sound guy in or whatever happened. And they had moved the thing. 
And so, like, you know, you know your personal space around the bar, right? And right, then yeah. when something is moving, you don't know it's there. Yeah, exactly. Now, remember, this is like three in the morning before a rose ceremony, and I'm like, I just look haggard because I've been, we've been filming all day, and I turned around, and the whole platter had been moved, and of course, I hit it. And it oh, goes God. everywhere. Oh, and of course, the immediate joke was like, oh, Wells is drunk. Yeah, of oh, course. Of course. So angry. Oh, I would have been fing pissed. Yeah. I was so, because then also, like, what people don't understand, like, I, I don't know how, and I'd love to hear how it works when people are like, when they come down on the show, they're like, I didn't know that you actually are bartending. Like, yeah. they just assume that there's someone else doing the work. And then I come right, in, and I'm like, here like- you go, sir. <laughs> Enjoy your Manhattan. You know, yeah. that's how I talk yeah. on the show. That's say, when you that make Manhattan. Exactly yeah. like you. <laughs> you want an old fashioned son? Here you go. Uh, but so, is it like that for you guys on the show? Like, um, is is it you're actually working and they're yeah. filming around I mean, you? When we're we, bartending, we are bartending. Yeah, we are bartending. Yeah. And you know, now it can get a little crazy at Sir. I mean, I don't. I'll bartend. Well, because at yeah, Sir you sometimes. guys are kind of in an insular uh, environment. Yeah, it's just you guys. Yeah, but when we're bartending at Sir, when we're filming, it's we have- us filming, and then it's also all of the customers and patrons, and which sometimes- are all, all like fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah and they're fans, and-, and so sometimes it can get you know, camera guy can't get in and has to mo- try to move people out of the way, which then yeah. is a little scary because sometimes those people get pissed. Yeah, yeah. Like know? this is their big. They came from you, you know, know Tulsa, and they just you know how many times meet- you know how many times too, and I'll and we surf. People that are fans, and we serve, you know, obviously regular patrons. They just have to sign, you know, they yeah, sign, they a, sign release a release. And, and we, all, I always tell them, and usually most people get it, but every once in a while, you're like, "Hey, just do me a favor because we're gonna film here. I'll, I'll, you can come and order a drink, but just don't say like, "Hey, I love you on the show." Yeah. Don't say like, like "Oh my like, gosh, Vanderpump Rules or like, is look so into good." The camera, mm-hmm. like it's the office. Don't like, t- don't pull your phone <laughs> you know, out like, don't and just start <laughs> videoing things. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, then they will literally cut you completely yeah. out. And they're like, okay, cool, totally got it, yeah. totally got it. They come up, they're like, oh my gosh, by the way, Tom, I just want you to know, I yeah. love you on the picture? show. Season two was my favorite. Can we <laughs> and then take I'm a like, picture? You're gonna have to, then we're not, we can't and use that. And we're like, I'm just like, wow, yeah. okay, I cannot use that. Just letting you know, you're completely cut. Yeah, you had a I'll chance. I'll make you a drink. You could have been on the show that they're you love. They're still going to make yeah. you a drink, but they, yeah. they, can't, they can't use that. Yeah. yeah. That's so interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, it gets I, I, crazy there when we're filming, yeah. too. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Have you guys ever, are you, you are, do you get tired of it? Like, because uh, for me, like, day 23, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm, no, uh, dude, I'm for, sh- of for course, sure. Every, like yeah. everything, you yeah. know, you do kind of get burnt out at times. Yeah. I try to, if I'm feeling that burnt out feeling, if we're filming, obviously, I don't have this luxury. But, like, if I am feeling that kind of feeling, I just stay home. Really? Because I don't want to be out out and be feeling that way with people. Well, I'm what, like, filming when we kind of... With like, filming, it's kind of, it is what it is. Yeah. You just got to be on and, Yeah. Yeah, when, you we, know, when we shoot, like, trips, it's... The trips get really rough, which is sounds like your yeah. entire filming schedule is just kind of, like, our we'll trips. We'll have, like, yeah. three days of just, like... They we're filming like like twenty hours a day sometimes. As soon as we get into the airport, they want us filming on the plane. They want us filming when we, and and it's like waiting so they can pre light. 
I mean, it's like an 18-hour day, a 16-hour day. They'll, then know, they come, they do wake up to like 7 a.m. They're like, ups, oh my and they, God. And you got to like, like film going And they have bed. a room key too, so they just pop right they in. Just oh, walk yeah. right in and you're like... <laughs> And, then and we were drinking until like three o'clock in the morning. So, and you're just like completely like by the third day, you're just you're completely like drained. But that's and when the good stuff down. happens exactly. because you're drunk and you're exhausted. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's yeah. the blueprint that's for every magic. reality TV show: break oh, everyone yeah. down as much as you possibly can because that's when the good stuff comes out. Oh yeah. God. Um, Everybody's got like major anxiety. They got the Sunday scaries like uh, no other. Oh my God, yeah. Everybody's having like panic attacks. Like, uh, I've got uh, Ariana Maddox and Tom Sandoval on the Wells cast today. They've got a new uh, a new bartending book out. What are we? Cocktail book. Cocktail, cocktail book, book called yeah. Fancy AF Cocktails. Uh, get it. It's a perfect um, stocking stuffer or gift for um, your, you know, Functioning alcoholic in the family. Yes. Um, wait, producer uh, Tori had a question about bartending, and uh, I want to give her the opportunity to ask it to you guys. Yeah. Sure. So what is the appropriate way to tip when you guys, like, open up a beer versus making a cocktail? Because I feel like the biggest jerk always, because I'm like, I don't I don't know what the, how to be, like, polite Yeah, I get what you're that. saying. If somebody, like, if you walked up to the bar, especially if you're, like, paying cash, and you're just like, let me get two Bud Lights. And I just go pop, pop, give them to you. If you gave me a dollar a beer on that or $2 a beer on that, I would be like, that's fine. That's great. Because it's so it was such a fast thing and I'm in and I'm out. If you ran a card on it, then yeah. I would just say, go ahead and just do 20% on the card. Yeah. and I and Which is usually not that much money. It's probably about the same. And I always recommend, you know, especially when you're ordering your first round and you're doing cash, I always tip a lot. And I do that because Bart and I always make sure I tell them like, "Hey, to carry you," and like go like that. I always make sure that they know because when they get busy and you want your beer right away, and you got like cotton mouth or whatever, and you're like, <laughs> "I want my beer," like they'll come to you right away. You yeah, know what we'll I mean? skip. Like, we'll come back to that person that tipped really well. I'll introduce myself. I'll give them a good tip. They'll be like, "Thanks a lot. I really appreciate that." And then when you come back, you'll be like, "Hey," and you make eye contact, and like then you get priority. You're friends now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I like getting, you know, who 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 likes waiting for drinks? You know what I mean? You're like, when I want my drink, I want it now. And that's that's the people that, you know, bartenders go to. So. I do a thing at weddings a lot because usually it's like open oh, yes. bar weddings, right? Just give yes. them a big. I, yes. And I'll be like, here is $40. Yes. And, but I'll be like, watch me do it. I hate it when they're not, not looking. I'm like. You're like. Here it is. Yeah. Okay, so I'm done for like five drinks, okay? Yeah. So just know that yeah. when I come up here, we're good. Yeah, yeah. but I'm not the ass. I'm not yeah. a yes. I gave you it gave it to you. Yes. I think that's I think that's a good rule of thumb for That's good for open bar situations. Yeah. Yes. And you know what this I don't know why this bugs me so much. Um and I think it's because I was a waiter and a bartender when you go to open bar events and there is no tip jar. I don't know for whatever reason I'm always like, "Where's your tip jar?" Right, because then, then you don't know what to do. Sometimes the client is really specific totally. about, yeah, and that client's an asshole. Yeah, okay, yeah, I don't like they, that. Yeah, you need to encourage to give them the money. Of because, course, yeah, yeah, and also like you know, t- I think tip the acronym is to ensure promptness. You know, so like, oh, okay. I love that. Yeah, I didn't so know that. when you do that, you're saying, okay, here's extra money. I want you to make me something good. You know, yeah. yeah. If there's no incentive for you to do 
more than the status quo, then you're going to get crappy service the entire. That, that absolutely annoys me. And I go, and I'm sure you guys do as well. Like go to enough events where like they just like the client's not down with that. I'm like, well, I don't care about that. Right. Put out a put out a, a cup. cup yeah. And let's do this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, a lot of times what they do if the client is not down with that is that when you throw money on the bar, they just keep it there. Yeah. So people see that there's cash on the bar. Yeah. yeah it's like a. Yeah. And it kind of like tells people everyone. People add to it. Add to the pile. Yeah. 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 Um, also. That's I'll dangerous you, though. It's such a yeah. sticky hands in that situation. No, I know. I mean, the, dude, somebody, if somebody is taking cash off the that bar, that's, that, they're a certain kind of person. Yeah. I think that's like some bull. Even when I was at my brokest, I would never take cash off the bar. That's oh my like God, so no, messed up. But I mean, I wouldn't put it past some other people. Jeez, I'm going to give you another bar tip uh, that <laughs> most this. people don't that most people don't realize is that whenever you go out, you should always order a tall because those poor spouts are meant to go at the same time as the soda guns. Let's say you're getting a vodka soda or a Jack and Coke, whatever. Um, they're, they they basically hit the gun down and the bottle at the same time all the way to the top. Now, if you're ordering a tall, they have to subconsciously remember to pull the bottle away from the glass and keep it going. And they usually forget and they usually overpour and you usually end up getting a lot more bang for your buck because it's the same price. Now, that being said, if you're going somewhere that is a corporate place. And they're using jiggers. And they use jiggers. Which we would often do. A lot of corporate places don't use jiggers. You mean no, like a casino? No, we would do on anything that was a tall or a double because we wanted to make sure people knew exactly what they got. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise they would be like, oh, I thought I ordered a tall. And be like, no, sir. A tall? a tall means one shot. Yeah. And I gave you one shot. You did not order yeah. a double. Because when you're corporate, they measure their bottles so strictly. And, you know, that way, you know, their inventory and stuff doesn't get messed up. So... You know, depending on where you go, that trick guess, might work. Yeah, I guess you're talking more like super corporate. I'm talking like SBE. Yeah, I'm SBE talking does it. Like, yeah. I hate using a jigger, and I'll tell you why. One, don't like saying the word, because scary. <laughs> uh, two, it slows you down so much. And like on our show, it's very much like regimented, like let's not let these people have too much to drink. We, mm-hmm. need, to, we need to like make sure everyone is... Oh, not yeah. getting overserved, and I'm like, I promise you, I can do, you know, do my pour, and yeah, it'll be exactly count. the same. Yes, you know, mm, a lot of times that works. I don't know. Unless... No, don't say that because if the lawyers listen to this, then they're going to be like, I could put you to a pour test. I feel like that works. <laughs> okay, let's do it. No, I used to do. I, we used to have to do pour tests when I worked for SBE all the time. And one thing I have to say that that trick that I mean that's very likely true, and yeah. obviously I don't use jiggers very often if I'm making like regular drinks but if you're making something that's specialty it has a lot of different ingredients it's actually faster to use one yeah okay yeah but you know what anytime do you, you're dealing but not with if lemon you're juice shots of tequila. It's, it's a vodka soda yeah, okay you're vodka fine. soda you're no fine. <laughs> no or if it's like a Manhattan it's like come on that's like three ingredients yeah you know but anytime you're incorporating fresh lemon juice fresh lime juice or like things like that like you if you have too much lemon juice or lime juice like it's that's that's a huge difference oh for sure um, so I just think that like anytime you're doing like three or four plus ingredients, like you're, yeah, you're going to want to use a jigger. Cocktail. It's going to yeah. be faster. Well, if you want to learn how to make some of these complicated cocktails, you should buy the book <laughs> Fancy AF Cocktails. Yes. Uh, it's at Amazon, I assume. Barnes and, Noble, Barnes and Nobles. Target. Target. Did you guys do an audible version of this book? 
I think that's coming next. Is it really? It <laughs> seems weird to me, but okay. <laughs> Maybe a Kindle people, version. But like so many people will be like, I want to hear Tom's voice tell me how to oh make this drink. Hey, you know? <laughs> it's like the ASMR yeah. cocktail books. Yeah. Hey, Alexa, tell Tom to make, teach me how to make a, it's, a sake mojito. What is the Coke one? A ghost of Mary. And I don't do Coke. <laughs> I don't do Coke. <laughs> I don't do Coke. Okay, so we're running out of time, but I could literally could talk to you guys about bartending and service industry for hours. This has been so much fun. And I think also like really informative for a lot of people who've yeah. never worked in the service industry or just people like just go out and drink. Sure, like, yeah. you need, like This is an episode that everyone should listen to if you actually drink alcohol and yeah. go to bars. That's a lot of people. It is a lot of people, right? <laughs> There's an entire television show about it. Yeah. Um, um, okay, so here are some kind of like rapid fire questions for you guys. Okay. Um, Tom, Tom, describe uh, Ariana in uh, one or two words, and then you do the same for him. <sighs> I would say awesome, funny, and smart. That's three. That's okay. <laughs> Let's say passionate and committed. Well, nice. Uh, how would you each describe yourself? Um, I would <laughs> say I'm uh, I'm very transparent. Um, very loving and happy and and definitely passionate and ambitious. Okay. I would say overachiever and overthinker. Yeah. That's me. And doesn't smile enough. Doesn't smile. Doesn't smile. <laughs> when someone says that to me when I'm bartending, the smile I give back is like the most painful smile. Oh, yeah. That's, <sighs> this is very, especially coming from a man, it's just it's very just, misogynistic. It's horrible. And it's just not good. Horrible. Um, when you told your family that you were going to be on a reality TV show, how did they feel? They were a little worried, but after like season one and two, they stopped yeah. worrying. Mine was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Was Didn't see that coming, but okay. <laughs> were you guys all in or like super hesitant about it? We were both super hesitant. I was very hesitant about it um, because of like, I was really focused on acting and music Same. and I just thought, this is like, is this, this is a ruiner. But it's actually, it, it's done more for my career, so yeah. I, I like it. I'm getting ready to go shoot a movie uh, right at, day after tomorrow. Yeah, so I heard about this. Yeah. what What is this? Is it in Arizona or something? Yeah, it's in Arizona. It's uh, an independent movie. Um, it's got a decent budget for an independent, and... Uh, and I'm a, I'm a lead character in it, and it's 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 good. It's a horror movie, and it's it's a it's a different one. It's going to be a nice breath of fresh air. So, but the, here's the thing, because you know my fiance is an actress, and all her friends are like, it's so nice you get to be you on TV, no. whereas they pay me like when talking to actor friends, yeah. like they pay us to not be ourselves. That's better, isn't it? I know, but is it going to be hard for you? Because like you get to be yourself on TV and now you're going to have to be, I guess, someone else, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think you just, it takes a little time. You just got to start like, um, you know, find out who they are, like create your backstory. And, and the, you... the scary thing about being yourself on TV as opposed to being somebody else is that when your character that's not you, yeah. And you're, if you're acting, does something rude, then you're like, well, that's my character. I'm, I'm nice. Yeah. yeah. But like, if you do something rude as a person, then it's like, you know, it's all on you. So it's, it's scary. It's a lot. I think. I, I think, think in really real life, scary. the stakes are always higher. Yeah. As much as I love and respect acting, I mean, acting is a is a skill and a craft, and and uh, yeah, very difficult to do. But there's you know, some, and there's a lot of at really least good- you can play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, rapid fire question before I let you guys go. Uh, first kiss. 
First kiss? Bobby Van Loren. I love when people say the whole name. In ninth grade. Yep. Not my friend Bobby, different Bobby. Um, Katie Bendick at the roller rink. Mm. Couple skating. Yeah. Sixth oh, grade. couple skating. Skateland South. Yes. Yeah, spinning uh, wheels. First concert you guys went to? John Tush. My Stop dad it. took me. I swear. <laughs> Round Ball Rock? I loved it. Oh, my God. I think Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yep. That checks out. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> mine too. Uh, first job, I worked in my grandma's real estate office. Oh, cool! Yeah, I was a uh, I was a cook at Fish Fry, and then I was a cook um, at Pillows. Uh, yeah, when I was like fourteen. Wow, you did the like the service industry thing where you went from back of the house dishwasher, to front of the house. Cook. yeah, yes. First car, an Ac- green nineteen ninety eight green Acura TL. A white hatchback Suzuki Swift. Nice. Uh, who would you call to get you out of jail? Uh, Tom. Yeah, Ariana. And can you really quickly give me a Venn diagram of who's blocked who on your show right now? Who is following who? Who's blocked who? I think Jax is the only person that's really uh, uh, that has anybody blocked. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. guys are. Are you guys blocked? Yeah. I think I might be still. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think I yeah. Am too. Yeah. Uh, Ariana Maddox, Tom Sandoval, thank you guys so much. Yeah, for thanks, so thanks much. for having us. This is fun. This is so cool hearing you guys' story. I could talk to you guys forever about all this. Um, and real quick, if people want to um, like meet you guys and get a signed copy of this book, where do they go? Uh, uh, we're going to be at the Grove tonight oh, cool. at 7 o'clock at Barnes & Noble. Between 7 and 9, and uh, Danny Pellegrino, our writer, will be there too. Moderating yeah, questions. Really fun and fun Q&A. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. All right, so if you guys want to go... Um, Meet uh, Ariana Tom, The Grove today in Los Angeles. Fancy AF cocktails out now. Thank you guys so much. Thank, thank you. you. Want to give a shout out and a big thank you to Tokaya Organica, the rapidly expanding, fresh, casual, modern Mexican restaurant chain. Tokaya creates both date-worthy atmosphere and the perfect place to grab a few tacos with friends at lunchtime. Each location includes an upscale bar featuring fresh, handmade cocktails. You know I love some tacos, and you know I love good cocktails. This place has it all. The menu is fully vegan-forward, yet accommodates a variety of other dietary preferences using quality produce as its foundation. Between now and the end of the year, for every $50 gift card you buy for someone on your holiday shopping list, you'll receive a $10 bonus gift card for yourself. Visit TokayaOrganica.com. That's T-O-C-A-Y-A-O-R-G-A-N-I-C-A.com to find your nearest location. Subscribe to Wells Cast on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. It's the internet. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.